1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and time supply. See you at McDonald's.com. White.
0: Okay, well, welcome everybody to another episode of Forever Bristol City Podcast. And this episode, without a doubt, will see us sail through the 90,000 downloads barrier barrier marker. So thanks to everybody that uh, takes the trouble to listen, even those people that criticise us on the forum. We'd love them to come on here and uh, I'll call them, as Ian does, the, the cult of nige. Uh, we're going to have an interesting debate today, hopefully hopefully, without the usual uh, Forever Bristol City podcast uh, sound issues, but Mark's got a new mic and I have as well, uh, or not a, a mic that I use when I do stuff uh, in the office. But uh, here we go at uh, the DW Stadium. It finished yesterday. Wigan Athletic won, Bristol City won. I'd have taken a point before the game. It extends the unbeaten run to two games, a massive two games. But here we are, three games in. And it's only Norwich, for whom I think Dean Smith is going to be the first managerial casualty, separate us from the bottom of the table because we're in 23rd after three games. Okay, it's only three games. Let's not panic with two home games coming up against Luton and Cardiff. You'd expect us, well, you'd expect, we'd want to get four points from those two games as a minimum, I think, uh, before cut away and all the way in and then i just feel at home but um joining me uh are my trusty cohorts on this uh mark and ian good morning chaps i guess in life feeling positive as far as bristol city concerned negative because although it was a point it wasn't great yesterday was it um morning ian and mark morning dave yeah morning ian. yeah Mark. You need to speak up a bit you always right? very... mark... need to shout Can you hear me? <laughs> No. Jess, what? you need to go right up. You need to go right up. You've got a problem there. But... um,
2: that? I've gone right up. Can you hear me?
0: It's better. It's just about bearable. All right? But raise your voice and we'll just about be okay. Let me start with you first, uh, Ian. You you watched the game. I was trying to do my own version of uh, Saturday Sky, sort of doing results and everything for two and a half hours yesterday afternoon. I've seen the highlights. I've got a good analysis of the game when we get into the detail off of Ole's match report on... Uh, on the fans forum, but uh, Ian, how are you feeling about City this morning?
1: Well, all the problems that I feared we'd have after watching the first um, two league games, um, I feel even worse about now because the performance was exactly the same yesterday um, in terms of when we were decent and when we weren't. And if you put all of our good football from yesterday together, I think you'd struggle to get a five-minute highlight reel. So um, that was, I would say, possibly the worst of the three performances, but all league I'm talking about, all three performances have been the same. Bright start, take the lead, and then collapse and get worse as the game goes on. Um, And then I had a real bit of uh, bad news from somebody um, last night about a bid, a potential bid coming in from one of our players.
0: Right. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about it now, very briefly. Go on, then we talk the wider issues. So is it, well, it has to be either Semenyo or Scott.
1: No, it was uh, Andy Vineman.
0: Well, Um, (laughs) didn't. Didn't we say on a podcast pre season and the season reviews this was on the cards, wasn't it? Four goals in four, 22 goals, 10 assists.
1: And I can't obviously say who's told me, but they've been, when they've given me information, they've been right on about 70% of occasions before. Okay. Um, So. Yes, you'd fear it, and if you look at the start he's made to the season, um, yeah. yeah um, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a sizeable bid, and I think the club may find it impossible to reject. Yeah. Uh, all right.
0: So. It, all right, Ian. Look, that's. Uh, well, size said he was waiting for that four million would do it. Mm. It's still no, cheap. it's a lot.
1: So the number I've been given is a lot more than that. All right. Well, let's more.
0: say it's double that, right? And don't divulge your sources, Ian. But I said this in the end of the season, he's one of our most sale assets as well. And again, without putting you on the spot Ian, I could see it possibly being a Bournemouth coming in for him back up in the top flight or in this division, Norwich City, because they're in deep cack at the moment. Right, um, Mark, hopefully, I say, if you can raise your voice as much as you can, um, how do you how do you feel yesterday? You you made the long journey to uh, the northwest. You obviously uh, got back uh, safely, but uh, you know what are you what are your thoughts? Having I mean, had uh, so many hours to 18, blah, 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 eighteen hours to reflect, sixteen hours to reflect. I think if it, Speak uh, up. What, yeah, I could, can you can you hear me? Can you you hear just me need now? to get you, you need to shout, mate. I'm sorry. All right.
2: Yeah, I think I'm. I'm being, That's better. Innocent. Yeah, being as being as loud, loud as I can, the same as the same as Ian. Really, we we really we started brightly again, but uh, as the match went on, after the first quarter of an hour, really, it completely fell away. There's no real glue in midfield to actually hold, you know, link any any attacks between the defence and the forwards. We we get Mark Sykes in advanced positions on the right. Nothing from Jay De Silva on the left. And since Alex Scott's played in the middle, which which we think would probably be his best position, he's really contributed nothing, and he's been subbed off. Uh, in you know, in both away games, it, it it was pretty poor, and we gave possession away constantly, especially mm. in the second half. It, yeah, it was, it, it, we, right. we
0: don't really love the ball at all. Now, mother, mother the ball as uh, Gary Johnson used to say. We don't used to. We don't. We don't do that. And and I know we'll talk. Ian will talk extensively when we talk about the latter stages of the game. The 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 hopeful punt uh, forward to the so-called target man. I mean, I find it ridiculous yesterday that he took off two of our youngest players. I mean, Conway ran himself into the ground and he he scored. Sorry, missed. Created one and missed two, but at least he got involved in the action. I don't want this to be a Chris Martin session, Chris Martin bashing session, but it is going to be. And mark my word, it'll probably start against Luton, even though he did a full 90 yesterday, you just know. But let's look at the starting lineup. I mean, look, we came into this on the back of a good win against a Coventry B team, not being too harsh on our victory, because you still got to score four goals. They've made, I think, eight changes. We made five. And the changes for us: out went uh, Wilson, King, Hanoa, Masengo. Not in the 18th squad because we had Tonsilitis out and Naki Wells came. Sykes, Scott, Williams, Jada Silva, and Chris Martin. And then on the bench, we had uh, I'm not going to name all of them. Yes, I am. I've got them here: Max, uh, Kane, Wilson, Close, Tanner, Pring, King, and Wells. So a decent a decent bench. Um, Ian, the, the starting lineup. No real surprises for you there, really.
1: None at all. I, I, I didn't think that. Um, he, perhaps that he, he would have uh, started Conway, but the guy got two goals and he deserved his chance. And in fairness, he created uh, Weiman's goal, hit the post. Um, so he gets an assist. He hit the post. He missed an absolutely sit, absolute sitter header that would have yeah. won us the game from a brilliant cross from Sykes. Mark Sykes. And um, th- the other word that I'd add to our performance <clears throat> yesterday at times is brainless. And can I, can I just give you two examples of, of why I, th- I think a lot of what we do is brainless? Uh, Mark Sykes is probably the best crosser of the ball at the club. be a toss-up between him and uh, Kane
0: Wilson. Okay. So
1: it's we offering, get a corner here.
0: Cam can cross as well. Yeah.
1: yeah, all right. Well, it, so we get a corner towards the end of the game and we've got a chance to get some players up, get the bo- ball in the box and score some goals. So uh, Mark Sykes goes out to take the corner. He plays the corner short. So Mark Sykes are arguably our best crosser of the football um, and certainly the only one of the ones you've mentioned that was on the pitch. Um, passes the ball to Jay De Silva, who can't cross the ball to kick the ball in. Then we get another free kick. Mark Sykes, our best cross of the ball, I may have mentioned that, is over the free, quit, free kick. He's shooed away by Joe Williams, who doesn't get goals or assists for Joe Williams to take the free kick. Now, if anybody, any of the coaches, the manager can sit me down and explain why those two things happened and what and, and the thinking behind it, I'd be so interested.
0: All right. Well, look, let's that's, that, that's, we get into the detail of the game. You make a valid point there. I mean, there are, it's, you know, we, we're all here apportioning blame as to why. Is it coaching? Is it stamina? Okay, they had 24 hours more to recover than we did, but it was still a hot day and all the rest of it. I mean, to brainless, I think, is not not too strong a word, really, with some of the well, know, that, just that some of the stuff.
2: Right, that, that was right at the death. That we had a chance right at the death. That was a yeah. foul, and and the and ins right. And that was the only corner we had. That was from the break where Wells tried to cross it back for for Viman. Right, <laughs> right at the death. And yeah. those were two two really good chances to snatch. A fortunate win, and when we blew them, I mean. Sykes, well, Dawson's, let's
0: get Dawson's, let's get into let's right get into the, right the right. detail. Yeah, let's get into the detail of the action because, as Ian said at the start, and uh, I say, Les, I see you're in the studio. If you want to join in, if you watch the game or if you want to hear our dulcet tones uh, giving our view of it, I've only seen the highlights, by the way, but you know, I've read in detail uh, Ole's match report. But uh, the goal after six minutes, it was. I mean, you know, if that style of play featured in our game for an hour yeah because sykes great break forward conway cross into the middle excuse me what a finish by andy vyman four in four now that is incredible and i'm going to pick up two other items after that and then come to ian and anybody else who wants to uh, contribute um on this so we had the goal but then we had the uh no penalty when Conway looked to go down as a defender leaned in. And five minutes after that, Joe Bennett, I haven't seen this particular incident, but it sounds like he, he was on the ground and he aimed a kick at Williams, who went by, who went down. And would i be right in assuming it's shades of uh, David Beckham in uh, the World Cup 1998. No red. Now, the referee, either he saw it or he didn't. And if he gives a yellow after consultation, then, well, he's either got to give a red or nothing. A yellow is a cop-out. So, you first, Ian. The goal and those incidents early uh, in the first half.
1: Well, the goal was excellent where we played football and we played out from the back. Superb ball down the line from Sykes, played in Conway, who made the run between the full-back and the centre-half, got into space, picked out Wyman at the far post, and Wyman finished with his left foot back across the goalkeeper. Um, Good goal and got us off to a right start. It was a definite sending off. What happened is two City players tried to close down Bennett. Bennett went down. Um, Williams fell on him completely inadvertently, got up, and as he was moving away, Bennett lashed out with his left foot. Now, the reason the referee gave for not sending him off was that it was petulant, not violent. But I can't see how you can non-violently kick someone now i appreciate uh, you can kick someone uh really hard or you can kick someone lightly but in any um sensible use of the word if you kick someone you're displaying violence towards yeah. them and and it was it wasn't uh, it was to it was after the fact it wasn't like he, he was trying to get up wriggle free and he might have caught him with his leg and gone. No, it was conscious,
0: off. it was conscious, wasn't it? Uh, I, again, I haven't seen it, but it was conscious. It was
1: absolutely deliberate. So it was 100% a hundred percent ascending off. And it's fair to say we're not having the best of luck with referees, but I don't wanna go down the cop-out route of um of blaming referees because I'm not gonna blame the referee for any th- any of our defeats. So far this season, apart well, uh, I, I would say we'd have got a point at hole without the referee uh, making a terrible mistake. So I'll take a little bit of that back. But yeah. it, it's the, it's the way we're playing. If we're camped in our own penalty area at the end of the game and we're only a goal up, then we're inviting pressure. Of course. And it's not that we don't want to get out. We can. We're not good enough. All right. Let's out. talk
0: about let's talk about that that the reasons why going forward and what needs to change, if anything can change. Mark, you're obviously uh, still there. Uh, the goal, I think we've done that to death now, but to, you have maybe a better view than any of us of the uh, non-sending off. I mean, surely the referee debated with his linesman. What did they see? Well, as Ian's just said, you know, it was it was petulant, not violent. I mean, that's was I right in thinking it was, you know, again, was it like Beckham did on the floor in uh, World Cup 98? Similar type of thing, uncalled for by Bennett. Well, I can't hear you.
2: Can, you. can you hear me now? It's yeah, Vyman, it's, it's, Vi- it's Vyman that fouls Bennett, but then William, Williams falls into him because Williams is, is in full flight and he just he falls into him. But he, it's, it's funny because I've just, I've just re-watched it. Bennett actually flicks out one leg and then he's angry with the other leg. It's, it's, it's violent. He's looking up. He's looking directly at Williams. It's a it's a violent reaction to a to a non to a non an, 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 a non event really. So uh, I think VAR sends the man off. I mean, look at look at those in real in referees and the linesmen. If the linesman's looking at that properly. That's a sending off offence. He's mm. he's 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 looked up. You know, he looks at he looks angry, Joe Bennett, and that's why he was withdrawn at half time. Uh, for our, for ask for Asgard, because obviously he was on the yellow, and they were worried about him uh, about him getting another one. Mm. It's a, it's just a stupid it's just a stupid thing to do. And uh, yeah. but it, it you know it doesn't help. We don't we don't know. I mean, the foot's going towards the floor, but still, you can't do that. He put the he's put the player on the floor, and that should be a sending off.
0: Yeah, it'll fair get,
2: enough. He'll get, get sent off in the Premier League not sent off not sent off well
0: actually, var yeah. var and he goes off does not he yeah that's the long and the yeah, short
2: of it yeah like the like the like the foul on conway the, the, the first one not the second one because i think the second one the guy's committed to the challenge conway's already already put, hit, hit, they poked the ball against the post what more's coming in from the left and i don't i think that's just a, a it's, he's in he's in the uh, in the action of of, of tackling him and he, he doesn't the player's already uh, has already completed that phase of play but the first one Jason uh, jason Carr has put his stamps on the back of conway's of uh, conway's standing leg he goes dang but because there's not enough pressure on it he doesn't go you know that's why the referee hasn't uh, the referee hasn't given a penalty but it's still a penalty
0: yeah okay um ian uh, as the half As it moved towards half-time, we had City doing what they tend to do, is letting the opposition back in. That's not to detract from the fact that from another psych centre, Conway had the first of those chances to increase uh, or give City a second goal. He poked one wide. But either side of that, Viner lost McGuinness, but recovered to get in a saving tackle. Sloppy play by Joe Williams, letting Bennett, who put in a cross. Lang stabbed it wide when it looked easier to score. And then just before the break, McGuinness was wide. You look at our back three, because that's what it is, Viner, uh, Naismith and Atkinson. Yeah. Who, <laughs> who, Who's the best of those three at the moment? Who's, in, who's inspiring you thinking you're having a good season? And I'll moot the idea that it's probably Zach because he's no worse than the other two. Maybe that's being a bit harsh on, uh, on Atkinson. But look at the back three. You know, what's, uh, what, what's, what's your view on those at the moment?
1: Uh, my view on them at the moment is they're not good enough. And my my view is that Naismith is far better at left centre-back. Um, closer should be brought back to play in the middle to organise the defence. And as soon as he's fit, Kalas um, should come in and play right centre-back. Now, I don't know how far he's away. Unless we sell someone, we can't buy anyone. And... Um, or can't bring, I don't think we can even bring in loans. And, um, my problem with that is, is, is we need it, it at least three, possibly four players. Um, so it's a mess. Um, they, they, we, there last night, um, on, on Twitter and on various forums, the, the best thing that people were saying about Pearson is well, we haven't got any money, so there is no point in changing the manager, uh, which I think is the worst reason. You right. talk, about, talk about damning somebody with faint praise. Yeah.
0: Um, well, let's talk. Let's finish the game because there is lots of debate. There is seven pages on Pearson on the fans forum. Uh, really? At the moment, seven pages. That's since uh, yesterday, and uh, you know, I, I replied to one of them, which I'll come back to that in a minute. But looking at the rest of the game, I mean, Mark, that first half, um, this is this is where we get. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say it's not the individual, it's the performance, right? But this is where we get Chris Martin bashing, yeah? I didn't see him, you know, I didn't see him do anything of note yesterday, tell me, well, I didn't see the game, right? But you didn't mention him. What was Chris Martin's first half performance like? Did he offer us an out ball, for instance? Did he get on the end of any of the long balls forward? Were they aimless balls or was he not taking up position? But, you know, what what was his uh, contribution in the first half?
2: Well, I think it, it, the the story of the game is that when City sh- City played their short passing game with energy, they could ease, they could carve Wigan open, you know, by waiting for that trigger pass and, and playing it down the, the right hand side, either either via Sykes or in, or into Conway. So we tend we tend to, we, tend to, to we, we, we we only we only played one way. There was no. There were there were there weren't regular crosses into the bots. There were just sporadic attacks. The the midfield the midfield didn't get a hold of the ball. So there was literally no service to the to the front the front two at all. So that I think the reason that you didn't see Martin was because there was no service into him. All right. Virtually nil from Jader Silva. One decent cross in the whole game which Tommy Conway uh, was uh, was closed down by two defenders on the on the left hand, on the uh, mm. on the far post uh, on the left-hand side of the penalty area in the first half, zero in the second half. Uh, it, it it was just it was absolutely awful. Service. You see,
0: you see the thing is, Mark. The thing is, you're you're highlighting their lack of service in midfield, and Tomo's put on there as well. Midfield's a problem. Yet on paper. If you look at the two players that started in the middle of the park yesterday, Scott and Williams, those two are in everybody's starting lineup. Scott, and I'll tell you why. Scott, because of his potential, talent, ability. I mean, you know, he had a few fantastic balls against Sunderland the other week, well, last week, yeah. Williams, you know, is, yes, yeah, it's the first time we're seeing him inconsistent action but nobody would argue they're our best two so is it that the needs to be more in the middle or we need to you know if we have a defensive midfielder one of those two drops out well if it's scott where's the creativity coming from so i'll ask that question first to you mark and then i'll come to you again ian before we finish wrapping up the game but you first mark
2: well, I think we just we, we just didn't we didn't pass the ball quickly enough in midfield. And then, I mean, let's look at the chance that McGuinness missed at the end of the first half. Zach Viner tries to play a, a stupid a stupid uh, lofted pass to Scott on the right hand side in the air, and it's just picked off by James McLean. So it was just it was just stu- stupid passing. We need to play the ball into into feet. No given goes. So, you know, we, we, need, we need somebody, the defender playing the ball, playing the ball to Scott, somebody for a, a forward dropping into the, dropping into the space to, to offer the chance to move forward. There was just none of that. The, uh, attack and defence was just so isolated virtually the whole game, bar the first 15 minutes when we made short passes inside, then out to sites, down to, down to Conway. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing after that. It was just so badly isolated. I, I
0: think I think the general thing that we're saying here is that Sykes is a pretty good player, really, at the end of the day. Ian, I'll come to you on that same point. You know, Would you agree that 90%, well, I'll say just about everybody, that is 90%, the Bristol City fans. If you're going to have a, you know, Scott and Williams, no matter what shape you play, they're in your starting 11. Agreed?
1: Uh, not necessarily.
2: Okay. well who else is going to play that's the trouble we've got at the moment we've got such a fred bear squad it's it's a perm from king scott uh, and williams uh unless Massen goes back from his tontalitis to on tuesday we've got nobody else so have you re in the center yeah but Ness, be- maybe you you put you put Naismith in midfield or viner well you can put you, you
0: can put viner in the middle yeah 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 okay yeah. ian sorry you, you you give your point now go on well,
1: well in terms of central midfield uh two of the four sign-ins I've talked about are central midfield players, because I don't think... If we want to play with a two-man central midfield, and actually with the players at the club, I don't think we can.
0: No.
1: But if we want to play with a two-man central midfield, uh, then none of our players can play in a two-man central midfield. Right. None of them. And, and I'm including the ones that are currently injured mm-hmm. or ill. So... You, if you want to do that, you have to go out and sign two players that can.
0: Yeah, but how do we do that? All right, let's 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 just let's just talk about uh, into the second half. Let's uh, pick this up. I mean, 65 minutes, Atkinson, he got injured uh, in a challenge. Uh, I think I'm right in saying that. And uh, Tim Closer came on. So that was a substitution that was forced. The manager, bearing in mind that he can have – he got to half-time. He could have made a substitution at half-time, probably not, but you're allowed – three opportunities in the second half so this first one on 65 kloss was injured but we were inviting pressure so let's talk about the goal mark um some people said i'm again i'll be honest i've probably seen it once i can't comment Uh, the goal was going to come as it always does after this pressure could Dan Bentley have done better. He didn't have a lot to do after that. Uh, sorry, prior to that, afterwards he did a good save at the near post from Lang. But should we be pointing any fingers at uh, Bentley for uh, doing better with the goal? It can't be any worse than De Gea did with goal number one and two for uh, Man United. Well, for Brentford scored against Man United yesterday. But would you expect more from uh, Bentley, Mark?
2: Well, goalkeepers are always going to be worried that uh, you know with big players in the box. If they do come, do come off their line, that they're going to get going to get stuck in stuck in traffic. So it's either d- damned if you do, damned if damned if you don't. It's what happens after the, after the ball comes in. Naismith, it really hits him in the face, uh, and City just don't clear it. it there's it's there's no bravery clearing clearing the ball. That's the pro- That's the problem. And it comes back to Keane at the back post, and he just whacks it in. It, it like you said, it just has that air in it of inevitability because City haven't cleared the first ball from from McLean's corner. It's just, it's just so such a such a soft goal. It just yeah. needs somebody to stick their foot through it,
0: and there's no nobody, nobody does that. And yeah, that's why it's in the back of the net. Yeah. Ian, uh, that goal, it was interesting, Mark was just saying about, you know, do goalkeepers come and go? Never mind the first two goals that Brentford scored. Where, where was David De Gea, as Jonathan Pierce said in the post-match interview on Match of the Day, very brave of him to come on because when that corner came across for Brentford's uh, third goal, it was bundled in at the far post. I mean, De Gea was, he was all over the bloody shot. But, you know, was that a, a, an avoidable goal, do you think, uh, Ian, you'd expect to be avoided, bearing in mind the defensive nature of the manager and his coaches, one of them?
1: Yeah. Um, it was a very poor goal to concede. Wigan are a poor sight. All this stuff, Pearson said, and I'm I'm beginning to be... I don't normally disagree with, with his assessment of games afterwards, uh, but I'm beginning to, because he, it's a, he seems to be... Um, I think he's run out of ideas and he doesn't appear to me to have solutions all all clubs have problems i mean you've mentioned man united a dozen times um and they spent an awful lot of money which is why i'm worried about if if we do sell someone give him Pearson the money to spend uh because i'm i'm not that um i'm not that convinced that he's got the solutions and i'm not that convinced that there's a plan if somebody if somebody can tell me something different then that's great. I'm all ears and I want to hear it. But yes. Right.
0: Let, me, well, let me ask you that, Ian, because look, he's strengthened. I think, is it six midfielders and four defenders or it six defenders and four midfielders? But you look at yesterday, right? He, he's got players that can play at right wing back, right? Zach Viner can, yeah? Sykes can. Um, Wilson was signed specifically for that role. And Tanner can as well. So... Yeah. You know, he's still not got it right because Sykes, you know, Sykes, I can't fault, I can't fault Sykes, I didn't see the game, I can't fault Sykes defensively, right? But we still got, you know, he's got two right wing backs on the bench. He didn't use either of them yesterday, did he?
1: The problem is, uh, the problem, well, the, the problem is we can't defend in the midfield crap if you want it in plain right. English. Right.
0: Let, me ask you, let me ask you that question then, because yeah, yeah, we're going
1: about it. In terms of his sign-ins, he's signed four centre-backs and four right-backs Yeah, out, out of the 12 sign-ins he's made. And 12 sign-ins as a team. Mm. All right? So you, you work it out for yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, notwithstanding the fact that Atkinson had to go off, again, I don't think there was... Um, effective use of the substitutes. Why not, for example, why not, with 20 minutes to go, could he have not taken off Chris? Because he did make two substitutions with with 18 minutes to go. And he took off our two youngest players and brought on Andy King and Naki Wells. Now, I see nothing wrong with Wells coming on, but before he even did that, he could have, he could have, would have, could have, should have, shouldn't really say that. He could have, for all he was doing, taken chris martin off here i go again i'm ready for the pelters on the forum for that he could have taken chris martin off and put andy king in the middle to give us an extra pair of legs in the middle right andy vyman could have moved forward a bit or stayed back or played with he could have even taken uh he could have taken Nacky way could have taken martin off and put Naki wells on as he did when conway tired but how Martin stays on the pitch for the full 90 minutes, I don't know. Everybody said, everybody said, Jay De Silva. You know, I won't say defensive liability, but offers nothing going forward. Okay, we know there's a few questions about Cameron's fitness or durability in games. Yeah, but you could have brought Cameron Pring on for the last 20 minutes. You had a second, you had a further opportunity with 10 minutes to go. Nigel, I'm sorry. 10 minutes to go to make another substitution. If you're hanging on for the game, run the clock down, bring on another defender. He could have bought on Kane Wilson and pushed Sykes further forward or to be slightly more defensive. He could have put on Tanner and put him at right wing back defensive kept Sykes on and moved him forward. He seems devoid of ideas. And I'm sorry, but those people that say, oh, All yeah, right, but Nigel's doing very well because he's had to half the wage bill. Yeah, he's had to half the wage bill. Well, well done. But our wage bill has been halved. And I put this on the forum about an hour ago. Our wage bill has been halved. So it's now at the level of Millwall, um, Preston, Gluton Town, two of whom, uh, well, are all of those clubs are above us at the moment. I mean, Mark... Do you think he makes effective use of his substitutes and justify any reason for keeping the tiring Chris Martin on for 90 minutes rather than give him an hour and then bring him back on Tuesday? Because if he starts on Tuesday and we don't get anything against Luton, I'm going to go measure Pearson out in my views because I think he's lost the plot. But, Mark, substitutes, not effective use. What do you think? Well, think. Speak up a bit, Mark. Sorry, speak up a bit.
2: Yeah, can you can you
0: hear me? now? Just a bit higher, just a bit higher than what you are. Go on.
2: How's that? Is that better?
0: Mm, just about bearable. Apologies, but we we'll hear what Mark's got to say. I'll ask Ian, I'm going to ask you in the same question. So, so Mark, go on. Say what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that you.
2: I mean, the only player who was providing movement behind the Wigan defence yesterday was was Tommy Conway. Um, we we just weren't you know we, we weren't Voinovich uh, didn't feature and Martin Martin didn't feature, but it regard like I said regardless regardless uh, of, of, uh, of 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 the of the personnel unless you could and if City don't play that short passing game it means those aimless
0: forwards right. forward. the only the only, okay. the
2: only good passes we were making were to the right flank with
0: Sykes. Okay. There, were, there, was no, there was no give and goes in the middle at all. It was, all right. It was just awful, awful, aimless, long passing. All right, Mark, let me, uh, let me cut right. you off. Let me cut you off in your prime there because it is a bit quiet. And as I say, you know, I, I think uh, somebody said, Thomas said, turn it up. I haven't got a mixing desk here, Tomo. So uh, I know what you're saying. I can do it uh, if I had a mixing desk. But, uh, but I. Uh, but I don't, but I, I haven't got a club sponsor as my sponsor. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I could afford it if I wanted to, but I'm quite happy with, uh, with, with what we've got here. Ian, let me ask you that question. Again, you know, he's got, he got five substitutes. He had to use one. Um, he took the two youngest players off. I mean, come on, Nigel, you know, show a bit of imagination or something, for goodness sake.
1: Well, what did I say earlier on? I think he's run out of ideas, and I don't think he knows what the solutions are. And and that, that answers that question. Um yesterday he could have replaced um effectively replaced both wing backs if he was trying yeah. to win the game and move Mark Sykes into midfield, where I think Mark Sykes would be an effective attacking midfield player. Mm. And like all of our midfield players, he'd be better in a three narrow. So I think what he's gonna to need to do, um, particularly when we play Luton, who have got two big centre forwards. Yeah. Six foot four and six foot six foot two. I'm reliably informed. Yeah, Adabado's
0: one of them isn't it, and some other bloke. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, and physically, um, uh, we 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 won't be able to compete with them. Um, so, I think we've got um, that. That's an issue, but the the main issue is 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 unfortunately, until Semenyo's fit, he's going to have to lose the number ten which is Vyman's most effective position. Um, but he'll have to just play play Andy either off the striker or or up front. Um, I agree with you, Chris Martin. I thought Chris Martin had a poor game yesterday. But we just can't be, particularly in the second half, lashing the ball forward and going long all the time out of defence because it just it's, it's meat and drink for championship centre-backs and the ball just keeps coming back. Yeah. And... And then you finish up with too big a gap between the defence in the midfield and and certainly the midfield in the attack. So the strikers, when they do get the ball, become isolated. I mean, we had 58% possession in the first half. Our overall possession for the match... 40, 41. 43.
0: 43. Yeah, I, I just noticed that, Ian, when... Uh... So, we were talking a minute ago. So, so, but in the first
1: half, but in the ninety minutes, we only had five shots, and, and we only had one on target in one corner.
0: Yeah. So that,
1: so this stuff about well, we played well, we didn't play well, and we didn't play well against Sunderland for about well at least sixty minutes of the match, probably mm. more like fifty-five for cash. Same up at home, second half collapsed, everybody back in the penalty area, desperate defending. Now, are the players trying? Yeah, they're trying. Are they running? Yeah, they're running. Uh, Are they effective? No. Are they good enough? Uh, Don't look like it to me. And I think we're deluded if we think we're going to get big fees. And I've been as bad as everybody else, talking about 20, 25 million for Scott and Semenyo. Nottingham Forest bought, uh, I will will call him a tried and trusted premiership player in, in Emmanuel Dennis from... Uh, Watford, they paid 20 million for him. And he hasn't missed the last two pre-seasons through being injured and needed an operation. So no, I, I can't see, uh, unless we sell him off a lot cheaper than that, uh, because we need the money, but I'm not confident if Pearson's got the money, he'll bring in uh, the right loan signings even to um, to to keep us up. And that's what we're talking about now. We're not talking about succeeding. No, while he's there, um, and I don't think there's any appetite at Ashton Gate to uh, to sack him.
0: No, no, I don't think there is because he's got a coaching team around him, and that's uh, that's going to cost money. I mean, the thing is, you know, okay, yeah, trying to take a cup half full approach. We've got we've got a win in the cup, and we've got a point, but it's the league that matters, and we've got two games coming up uh, at home uh, against Luton. Uh, who are, where are we? They've not had the best of starts. They're still looking for a win. And Cardiff, who seem to be a Callum O'Dowder-inspired Cardiff, it makes me want to spit that Callum has scored one, made one, and done a man-of-the-match performance, apparently, uh, yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. two home games. Would you say, uh, Mark, that we've got to get four points in those two games, which would give us, uh, what are we talking about, five Five points from the opening, uh, five points from five games that would give us, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, five, five from five. Do you think we'll? Is four points a must for the next two? Mark.
2: Yeah, I think it. I think it is. Is, is the is the
0: volume better now? No. All right, I agree. All right, I'll take the answer. I'll ask you the questions and just take one answer each time. Yeah, just because I I do get listeners saying about the volume, and we don't want people turning off. All right, but I'll keep 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 on the line, Mark. And we talk about mics uh, separately. Uh Ian, four four points in the two home games, you know, it's not a case of, you know, we well, that would be nice. It's a case of well, actually we need it really, don't we? Because it's still five from five, which is piss poor, if you pardon my French.
1: Well, if you let's look at it just, just sensibly and in the cold light of day. If you pick up a point a game, you'll normally get relegated. Mm. So if you pick up one point five points a game you'll be safe, but no cigar. If you pick up circa 1.75, 1. 1.8, you'll be in the playoffs. And if it's two again, you stand a good chance of going up automatically. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. so if you look at where we are now, uh, we've played three and we've got one point. So we're picking up a third of a point a game. Now, people yeah. say well, it's early days. And that's why I'm not just talking about the points. I'm talking about the quality of the performance. Yeah. Okay. Now, the quality, all the performances have been identical, even the game we won when we took our chances against Coventry B.
0: Well, 3-0 up at half-time, wasn't it? And 1-1 one, one in the second nil, half.
1: No, yeah. let, let me finish. We were 3-0 up in 30 minutes. Okay, so we took our chances. From, from then on, Coventry dominated the game because we kept giving them the ball because we can't pass the ball, retain it, and, and play on the break properly without Semenyo in the team, certainly. So they've all all the games have followed that identical pattern. Now that must at that points to my way three things: stamina, fitness, and another word I use, which is capability. So are the players in that team capable of not panicking and passing the ball properly under pressure? And I don't think we are. And without Semenyo, we haven't got um, the, the 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 correct outball. All right. The other thing I'll pick up on is non-league throw-ins again. Throwing the ball down the line to Martin. He's got a player in front of him and a player behind him and they're sandwiches him and winning the header. And we keep doing it.
0: Yeah, and that's how he gets those header statistics because when he does win, if he flicks the header on there, yeah. which he does, that counts as a header. It was just like the short passes Lee Johnson used to make. And I can remember Lewis Carey saying to me once, he'd take a ball from, uh, he'd, he'd, he'd take a ball from Lee Pass it back. Lee would pass it back to him. Take you know, and he said Lewis would have to knock it down the channel, possibly to the opposition. But Lee would get a completed pass, and Lewis wouldn't. This is like the same with the bloody headers, you know. Statistics, as you've said more than once, uh, Ian. Statistics don't lie, and there are some people, particularly on the forum, that everything's statistically, and you know, we shouldn't complain or anything like that. Um, but you know, those headers, yeah, comedy comedy headers. It's clueless, isn't it, really? Well, it's, it's non it's non league throw ins. And and and
1: you you need to throw into the middle and open up the pitch, and that's where you need midfield players demanding the ball and midfield players who can pass it. But I would, at the moment, if Semenyo's out against Luton, and he he, he really and he's going to be, isn't he? And so is Callas. Um I'd lose the ten and place three in central midfield uh, because nice. I think uh, and and the three would probably be. Um, oh well, Williams probably isn't going to be able to play because he can't play. Um, two games in uh, three days, so uh, with what we've got, you'd probably play Andy King holding Musengo if he's got over a sore throat, because you won't get over tonsillitis in no. two days. Um, and um, you you uh, probably have to put I I probably put Mark Sykes in there. Yeah,
0: as I well. Play Kane Wilson. Play Kane Wilson right wing.
1: Yeah, and, and play. I play Cam, bring left
0: wing back and because, give, Cam a, give Cam a run out because well, he, he played
1: 90 minutes against uh Coventry and he was still going strong at the end. So, but you, it, it's if you want to play with wing backs, they have to create or score. Mm. It's, it's because if you're not going to do that, play with full backs and play five across yeah. the midfield and play a couple of extra attacking players in wide position. Yeah,
0: yeah, so, Ian, that that sorry, in that opening half hour against Coventry, we had the strike combo of Wells and Conway. Yeah? yeah. And in fact, Naki made two of the goals for for Tommy. I mean, it it wouldn't be and it wouldn't be a bad thing to start those two on Tuesday night, would it? If they started, I'd think at least he's not blinkered and got that dinosaur approach that Mark Carter uh, refers to. I think he must have been abducted by aliens because I haven't seen him on the forum in the last 24 hours. But you could start with Conway, Wells, Wyman in behind and that midfield three, as you say, of, um, of uh, King, Scott and Sykes. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad, would it?
1: Well, it, you need three in there. Any, any of the three that we've got would be better than than any two because sides wouldn't be able to play through us so easily. And we, we'd yeah. retain the ball. We might create more. One thing King will do. As a midfield player, perhaps not so much in a holding role, but one thing he will do occasionally is score a goal. He's done that throughout his career.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it depends if if Joe Williams can stay fit. I'm not. I haven't been overly impressed by Joe Williams. I don't think he's he's a bad player, but I don't think he's a good player.
0: He's not. He's not what we hoped he would be. Um, I'll give yeah. Mark. I'll give Mark a quick shout if he can if he can shout back. Um, Mark, um, what, what, how do you how do you see the side? Uh, changing for Tuesday night's uh, vital game against uh, vital game against Luton it is vital. I know it's only game match day four, but uh, what changes would you make? Can't hear you, mate. All right, we'll move on. Um, Ian, you you said uh, that you'd heard from uh, one of your uh, reliable sources, yeah. Uh, which you say he's been 70%, right, most of the time, and told you, said to you, suggested to you what we've said on here, that uh, Andy Vyman, somebody comes in with an offer for him. I don't think we've had concrete offers worthy of the name for Scott Semenyo, who's injured anyway. Uh, Vyman's, if it's true, you know, somebody comes along and offers eight you imagine the furore if we let him go but could you see that happening letting him go
1: i can imagine the furor, and i can imagine him going but it, it they won't let him go for eight so it would have to be um i would say 12 plus um I, I, like i say i i, I a club well, two clubs were mentioned and um a, a number was mentioned and it was a lot more than eight so right. I'm I'm just thinking from the position the club's in, uh and and if the player the player wants to go, and I don't think Andy wants to go, which is which is a big thing, but you're right in saying we haven't had any other bids in for our players. Now I I'm not interested in uh a club or eyeing or considering a bid or targeting a player or scouting a player or all the other clickbait type headlines. I'm only interested when I see things like offer and bid yeah. um, because that, that's when it starts getting serious and decisions yeah. have got to be made. Uh, but like I said, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't think... I think if we go on um, and uh, Calas and Semenya are out for any much longer and by that, I mean, if they're out for another five or six games... Um we could be in serious trouble. And, and by that I mean adrift. Now you know you can recover because Forest yeah. lost the first seven games of last season. Yeah.
0: Huh? And look, we're in good company at the bottom of the league. Uh because that's where we are at the bottom of the league, because Norwich yeah. and Middlesbrough are both down there. And look how much money Middlesbrough have been spending.
1: And look at the players they've sold as well. I mean, they sold two players for for the combined fees of well over thirty million. Mm. Um so it, it by signing players. Uh, and then spending some money, um, but they were another one of the clubs that were going to be in trouble for financial fair play. So it may be that, that they needed to do that to balance the books as opposed to give Chris Wilder some money to spend. But I'm not really bothered about them, but I no. I, I watch our team and it's the same problems game after game. Yeah, And we've got the same problems now as we had last season. Um, can't hang on to a lead, concede a late goal, um don't play don't play that much in the second half in an attacking sense. Um it, it's we know, I mean, one thing that, that we have got, it's not it's not a gout with jail free card, but it, it's a possibility that that we know we've got two really good players who will help to come back, but it's a question of when they'll come back. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know I, I haven't. There's been radio silence from the club, and I haven't heard anything from anybody about Antoine or Thomas.
0: No. So, and can you see? Can you see? I mean, it, it's in the, the the paper today. Not that source, the Sun's to be relied. But no, no, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna give us twelve million for Semenyo when he's not done a pre-season. He's not. He's well, not. Well, they there. will. will yeah, they? they
1: will. Yeah. Yeah he's not got he's almost recovered we're told he's making good progress on his um I think he had uh, shin splints right I guess
0: I I mean that was talking about him coming in to replace Christian Benteke which uh yeah Yeah, he was going to go off to DC wasn't he with uh Wayne Rooney and he's that sort he's probably better than Christian Benteke when he when he's developed fully as a footballer but he's got that power hasn't he and that is a typical Crystal Palace signing somebody like Semenya, isn't it? And signing him injured or on the route to fitness is no different to what Alan Dix did fifty five years ago when he signed uh, John Galley when he was in crutches, wasn't he? Yeah, as he uh, told Yeah, he's,
1: I mean Antoine's not in, in crutches. I don't know if he's if he's back in what I call proper training. I think Thomas Callas at uh, word well, he was training fully on the open day. Yeah. But the only people that know are the club and, and they maintain radio silence on that. So okay um, we have one has to assume that they're not coming back for lutner cardiff but, yeah. you know, that's what you have to assume you you can't know and i'm not pretending i do
0: but um, well, they've not had any game time you know because glen players are out for long no. periods you know we would it was usually a case always going to have a couple of games in the reserves to come through yeah now yeah. The, no, nobody's been in any under 23 games i'm sure that you'd give somebody a run out in an under 23 game before well, if you, brought, you could yeah Straight before you brought him straight back into the trials and tribulations of uh, of championship football. What do you say to those players? And this is the cult of those people. Um, in fact, before I ask you that question, are you still there, Mark? Are you having problems with your mic? Can we hear you if we ask you a question? Hello, Mark? Hello, Mark? No, no I don't think Mark's there. That was you going. That was you grunting there, wasn't it, yeah? Um, with uh, regard to... Uh, the, the cult of nige and people saying you know all all the trials and tribulations he's had to clear it we we know it was a shit show uh in, in under under ashton and johnson um and nige has done a job uh, and what have you but we don't he's, he's he's doing a good job in difficult circumstances and we should expect no more we our expectations you know we should consolidate in the division and Anybody who thinks otherwise. And this business about taking the wage, taking the wages down to what all the non parachute payments clubs probably on a par with them. And if you look at the players that he's got and that would start it, probably with the exception of Zach Viner, but most of the other players that started for us yesterday, right? Most of them would get in, I'll say half of the sides in the division. Would you agree with that, Ian? Yeah. And my view of where I'm coming from is that is the sum of the parts aren't equaling the whole. And some people have to achieve and seem to achieve more with a lot less. Don't they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what, 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 where's who's outstanding in Wiggins team, for instance?
1: Yeah, I would have said nobody. Um, no. well, I, I don't mind, um, the, the lad in midfield power. I think yeah. he's, he's, he's a decent player. We were linked with Watmouth, the centre half, and Delic yeah. the the right back,
0: and Nyambi so, as well. Nyambi was another one, we
1: and, and Nyambi was another one. Um, and I noticed they didn't they didn't get Broadhead on yesterday, which no. I find, well, you know, especially when they were chasing the game. Uh, yeah. But th- that's by the by. Looking at our team, um, if I had watched them, our team play yesterday, the only player I would have been interested two players i've been interested in well three i think uh sykes conway environment yeah if i was a a scout watching that game and you just said to me uh the the number seven for bristol city scott we're thinking of paying five million for him yeah i just said don't bother hang on a couple of years and see what he turns into that's what i would have said um if if you just said to me um, what do you think of Iman as a striker or as or a ten? I, I just said, yeah, looks a useful player. What was his record last season? Played all the games, got twenty odd goals. Was assisted it? 10. 10. assisted ten. 10. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on him. Now, would you pay, let's say,
0: twelve, thirteen million for it? Yeah. Yeah, because You're, he is he is thirty one. It's not like he's thirty three. And as we said, yeah, you, if, you, if, didn't, if he, you didn't you didn't realise Chris Martin was. 34 in November, you know, he's just not got, yeah. he's just, and I think yesterday, I'll be honest. I think yesterday, Martin paced himself. Yeah. I think he, you know, he did not say, right, I'm going to give it a go for an hour. Really give it a go. I think he paced himself, which is why he was still on the field. I mean, look at Tommy Conway, right? Yeah. I mean, Tommy's young. He had two chances that you might say a more experienced player would have put away, but he might have knocked away the third one. He created the goal as it was anyway. You know, how come Tommy Conway, at 9.20, whatever age he is, how come he get hauled off and Martin stays on? Who was capable of raising their game, you know, for for the last 20 minutes as it was?
1: Well, I think the answer to that is he likes Martin in both penalty areas in the same way that we used to use Robbie Turner in both
0: penalty areas. Well, for, and Fam and fan in particular,
1: and Fam as well. He he likes him doing that. I think Tommy was knackered. He's played two first team, well, first team games ish. Certainly one first team game in in a matter of uh, two or three days, and he's not used to doing that. And Naki Wells is a, a, a is a decent championship striker, and almost created a goal when he came on. So I don't think you can knock that. I don't. I, I think the continu the way it, the ineffectiveness of martin i think if chris martin had been been on the end of that cross and not tommy conway we'd have won the game because mm. i think martin would have scored with his head but unfortunately um you know that's like if you're anti isn't it so i think the way we played made chris martin ineffective and made all our forwards ineffective mm. because we lack composure and control and the ability in midfield. To, in midfield. To, 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 in midfield, in midfield, to retain yeah. the ball but move it forward. Yeah. Uh, if, if you see an analysis of the game, find out what the analysis was of for, passes forward versus passes sideways or backwards.
0: Well, I'm sure somebody's got a heat I'm map. I'm talking that.
1: about. I'm talking about all the passes, not just the completed passes. I'm talking about all of them. Yeah, and I think you're. Well, we you, we said, said it ourselves. Fifty eight percent possession in the first half. Um. And one shot on target,
0: forty-three percent overall. So you overall, know, so some must, must have made it 30-70 in the second half, or something like that. Or exactly right, and, and that yeah. is against a side that doesn't retain the ball. Wigan, yeah. they play long a lot,
1: so that tell that in itself tells you. And all four games have uh, have panned out identically. Yeah. Now, some we've got all we've got computers galore down at the. HPC, we've got analysis, hot and cold running analysis, we've got loads of coaches down there, they've got a whacking great screen, surely they can sit there and say, right, what, what's going wrong? Yeah. Why is this happening every single week? Why can't we keep the ball? Why can't we pass it accurately? Right. Why aren't we effective up front? They, you know, It's their job to pick that out. It's like when people say, oh, well, if you get rid of Pearson, who are you going to get? Come on, then you tell us who's going to be the manager. Well, you pay me a uh, hundred grand a year.
0: I mean, I think, uh, Ian, Ian, yeah, I mean, Ian, I think, I think for the tactical nouse, noose somebody put on the uh, forum the other day, the tactical nouse that Pearson sh- seems to show, his ability to change tactics during the game, alter the shape, and, and what have you, uh, you know, I'm, I am disappointed. You know, and I think, what is it? 18 wins out of 65 in a period of transition. At least we didn't get relegated. But all the signs are at the start of this season, three games in, in the league, is that we've still got the same old problems. Neil's uh, listening to us online. He's put in a very good comment. Right, his view. Atkinson, he feels Atkinson has been our best defender so far. Big loss if he's injured for a period of time. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, you know, we thought... Two left-sided defenders. We're without Baker. Idahan's been taken back down to the under-23 squad. Uh, we understand, yeah. So he's not going to be anywhere near the first team uh, soon. It is. It is looking. Uh, it, 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 it's. It's just depressing. That's the only word to describe it. Um, somebody put on a forum. Where would we be if we would we be any worse off if Lee Johnson was still in charge? And you know that's a very. That's almost as bad as the tourists saying we might be better off if we had Johnson you know when you're looking at what you've got as a choice uh, that's there um we're not progressing uh, I people who've heard me on the pod over the years now I've got a Brentford fan Dave the Brentford fan who I think has come on the pod once and I sent I watched match of the day this morning and I sent a text to Dave at five to eight I said just watching your boys humiliate Man United you're so far ahead of us now as a club it's embarrassing And he said, I think you need new owners, Dave. It starts there, as you know. United are awful. We could have had six or seven on the day. We spent close to 50 million on five players, half more to come. If we get Murdrick, the Ukrainian wide player, we've offered 23 million. We could well make top 10 this season. That's the positivity of a Brentford fan who, when times are bad, he raises a criticism just like we do. But that is how much they've gone ahead of us. They're spending 50, that's obviously Sky money, but 50 million. And they're looking, they're confident of making the top 10. Now, he says new owners. Actually, the guy that runs them has been in charge for a long time. But he seems to have a method and a plan. Neil, Neil's just said on here. They said, this reminds me of the Miller Mc- Mc- McInnes time, cut budgets in half, constant boom and bust with City overweight, buying players in bargain bargain bin at present, which they are. Yeah, you, you, you've just said, Ian, typical flip-flop, SL largest, then authority. Beard says, I don't think we'd be any worse off with LJ. Pearson getting so much will, goodwill from large sections of the fan. I think it's starting to wane. I mean, there's a few people on there that, you know, not going to name names on the forum that are still in favor, yeah, but you know, if we don't do something in the next home games and I, I confidently predict we'll win one of them. Yeah I think we will keep the unbeaten run going to four, and I expect we'll probably knock Wickham out of the cup. But even Pierce's strong Pearson's strongest supporters, if we get one point from the next two home games, Lose out to Wickham, which ain't going to be easy at Adams Park. And then we go to, I think it's Blackpool. We get to the end of the month against Huddersfield. And there was people, Gary Hours, Chris Honour, everybody predicting 10 or 11 points. But we're kicking around there after seven league games on six or seven points, right? Six points, seven points. We've got to get six points from the next two. We've got to get six points between now and the end of August. To maintain that point per game i can't see it happening can you can you see where the next six points are coming from ian we've got to get we've got to get at least four in the next two games haven't we
1: yeah we have and i don't think we will um i've got no reason unless you're going to tell me that Semenu and kalas are back i've okay. got no reason to be hopeful we've got. we picked up another injury yesterday atkinson hope it's not too serious but he tends to get long-term injuries um so you know your back three picks itself doesn't it closer in the middle Naismith on the left and Viner on the right you haven't got anybody else unless you bring one of the kids in Tyler or Iden um so very 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 right. very weak and disappointing right. um it-
0: Sorry, I'm just picking up what Neil said here. Difference with Wigan is a settled score. We're trying to force, key question what Neil's just said. We're trying to force a system without the players to make it effective. Why can't we play a bloody four, right? A a four, a back four, right? Of, I'll say Kane Wilson, uh, assuming he's fit, Atkinson and Naismith and Cameron Pring. That would be my four. A midfield three, right, or a midfield four of Sykes, King, Scott, and Williams, and up front Andy Vyman and Tommy Conway. What's wrong with that lineup? Why doesn't that work?
1: Well, I, th- I think it's a weak lineup. Uh, I think you've got three left-footed players in in a back four. Um, no, it'd be no better than what we've got. And if you look at the players on the field, um, they're it, uh, Pearson signed 12 players of the players that played yesterday only one, two three three of them were Nigel Pearson sign-ins so where's the other nine?
0: Right, you're including Baker as a signing because it was effectively a re-signing of yeah. his contract, yeah? Obviously, yeah.
1: Well, okay. if you... if you, Yeah, yeah I'm not going to... Uh, well, all right, we'll call Andy Vindman. Uh, we'll call it four then, because Andy Vindman re-signed. Yeah. So, oh, the only yeah. player... All right. so, so, you've got... He signed 12 players, and the, of the 12 players, all right, some are injured, and, and that's not unusual with a Nigel Pearson signing that they're injured. We're even signing players that are injured now. The goalie's injured. So, you've got... Uh, he signed Naismith and Atkinson. He signed yes. Mark Sykes. And uh, we'll say he signed Andy Vindman. So that makes it four out of the 11.
0: Yeah.
1: So to, we're at the other eight. Now, some of them are gone. Uh, yeah. Baker is, is out with a long-term injury. We don't He's know finished,
0: if he Finished. Finished. Well, it, but that's what people...
1: what well, yeah, OK. That's what people are assuming. I'm trying to hope for the best for the lad. Um, and you, you've got... So where where's the rest of the players? And they're either injured or can't get in the side. Yeah. So so if, if... And this is another thing. If money's tight, and we know it is, why do you sign a goalkeeper that we don't need yet? Don't get me wrong, he might Badgett might turn out to be the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. Right? And if so, I'd be glad we signed him. But a goalkeeper, if you'd have asked all the Bristol City fans, is a goalkeeper a priority sign-in? You'd have said, "Well, not unless Bentley leaves." No, so no. you signed a goalkeeper. You've extended Andy King's contract. Yeah. Right. So if money's really tight, you've signed and, another
0: you know, coach. You've signed another coach as well. You've why, do we a, coach. why do we need a bloody striking coach when we ain't got a problem scoring goals? It's letting them in. Well, yeah. you know, but you, it's the amount of money
1: going out. So you keep employing yeah. these people. You keep paying yeah. them big salaries. Why not go and get three All loans? Two loans that would have had more effect and would have gotten oh, some. Oh,
0: yeah, but Nigel don't like loans. All right, I need I need to wrap up in a minute. I just want to pick up on a couple of things here. Uh Tomo said Prink could play left in a midfield in a 4-4-2 with Jay at left back. Equally, Prink could play behind Jay, or or as you say, vice versa. Somebody so you're said going to put- hang on,
1: hang on, wait a minute. So Dave, he's quite right. Can could play left wing? Jay De Silva couldn't
0: all right so jay plays at left back with king in front with pring in front of him that's just a thought that tomo put on there somebody i don't yeah. know who they are but it's just a, a, a wrangle of letters they put rather have o'leary in goal at the moment and i just want to finish as a as a debating point um somebody said on uh, one of the threads on the forum about distribution now from bentley because Bentley went on the naughty step uh, part of last season and Max O'Leary came in, didn't make the most of his chance, it has to be said. And then when Benz came back, he had improved. He he was markedly better when he came back for the last dozen-plus games of the season. Somebody said yesterday on the forum he's resorted to type of punting the ball aimlessly downfield. Fair or unfair? Bentley's,
1: Bentley's distribution is worse than O'Leary's, but Bentley's a better keeper. Normally, he, I, he, I I put him partially at fault for the goal so He was he was flapping around there, um, but he's normally a better goalkeeper. But yeah, O'Leary's distribution is better. Distribution is probably one of the reasons why a Premier League club uh, wouldn't have Bentley as a yeah. first choice. Because if or you even look at second. Well, Man's, Man City's goalkeeper can pass the ball better with either foot than any player that we've got at our club.
0: There we go. And, and that, interesting that's, that's
1: that's another level.
0: All right. You know. Okay. Look, it's uh, we've had a good chat, Mark. I know you're back in now. I'll talk to you about your mic because we don't you know, your contributions valued, uh, but we want to be able to hear you. Uh, properly uh I'll, this mic that i've got i think everybody has been able to hear me properly uh today hopefully uh and it it's nothing uh it's nothing special the mic yeah but uh, i'll show that one to uh ian but look we've got two games coming up in a week just if you're listening out for fbc podcast live then the luton game we ian, uh, ian and i'll be recording that at 11 o'clock on wednesday yeah, 11 o'clock on Wednesday and then the Cardiff game with the midday kickoff we'll be recording that at um six o'clock on Sunday a week uh, a week today um it's been you know I say if we'd have had a performance and got a result yesterday a 1-1 we'd have been happy with that beforehand but it's just so frustrating us watching us play at the moment but uh Ian, thanks for your contribution. Mark, I think you might be uh, back in the room. Uh, so thanks for your contribution at the start and indeed phoning and filing through the reports yesterday. Ian's uh, comments yesterday uh, as well during the game. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening. And uh, as I say in football terms, we go again. Have a good weekend. Watch the rest of it, everybody? And have a good week as well. All the best. Cheers. Yeah, God bless you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye now.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order the McDelivery now in the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery and time supply. See McDonald's.com.